You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Trying to make sense of a couple of massive Dan Snyder stories that have come out over the last couple of days from the Washington Post yesterday, ESPN Today. This is essentially what our show has devolved into at this point. Like a panda watch with Brian Fantana, Snyder watch, as we wait to see what's going to happen with this potential sale. We've got Don Van Nata, Jr. of ESPN, joining us at 425, who wrote the big story for ESPN today. Josh Kosman of the New York Post at 5. Mike Florio of Pro Football Talk at 6, all coming up on Grant and Danny. But right now on the BetQL guest hotline, bet smarter to beat the books. Download the BetQL app by visiting BetQL.com. Daniel Lust, a professor, law school, who we have on the show to talk about the intersection of sports and law as often as we can because he's very, very sharp. He's all over the place. He is on Twitter. You should give him a follow at Sports Law Lust. Dan, thanks so much for the time. How are you? I'm good. I'm happy to be in the leadoff spot here, guys. You got some some lineup for the show today. Well, it just never ends here, man. And And I'll be honest with you. If we're talking about the Payne franchise tag or the release of Carson Wentz, Danny and I are pretty qualified. We know what we're doing, but we have to bring in grown-ups on days like today to try to educate the masses, and that's why you're here. So I actually want to start with what I think is a simple but a super important question that might be a complicated answer, which is we just had someone call in and say that you know they have some background in this and believe that Dan broke the law, that this is indeed bank fraud. I'm not as convinced, but I don't know what I don't know. So you tell us. I mean, FBI, IRS are investigating. Did he do something criminally wrong? Well, I guess I guess let's start here, right? Federal prosecutors and and Don, I'm sure can explain on this. Uh, I think he's your next guest, but uh, according to Don's sources, right, that the federal prosecutors in Virginia are are their primary focus is that 55 million dollar loan. So what? Again, relying a lot on Don's reporting, so he can probably test this a little bit. But assuming that the shareholders agreement, as in between those minority partners, that they really required them approval for Snyder to take out a $55 million loan, that these minority owners of the team that own 40 percent, does it make sense that they would have to approve a loan of that magnitude? Yeah, uh, I think most most kind of deals like that would require that approval. So if Dan went around their backs and didn't tell them, right, he's in, in a sense, right, depreciating the assets of the company and not advising them, right, not telling them what's going on in them. Kind of it goes a couple levels further, right? What level, you know, did the NFL know? What did Bank of America know? I'm, I'm not really thrilled with uh, what Donna is saying is the due diligence by Bank of America. So, yeah, this goes a couple levels here. And at the end of the day, right, it, it seems to be uh, some allegations of fraud that Dan Snyder was taking money and using the team as kind of his personal piggy bank. As Don kind of lays out, right, uh, yachts, uh, plane trips, this. Some of those can be, um, you know, with some degree of reliability, fair business expenses that can be written off. But if Snyder is just using this for his personal expenditures and that $4.5 million expense on a, 
you know, the Redskins logo on his private plane. If those numbers don't make sense at the end of the day, it looks to be, right, potentially some form of a fraud. Guys, like I, when I grew up, I had those big fat heads in my room. Those cost like $20. <laughs> they didn't cost $4.5 million. Um, maybe you put some super glue, some Gorilla Glue on the plane. I don't know how you get to $4.5 million, and that's, that's Don's reporting right there. So seems like something fishy happened. Dan Lust on Grant and Danny. So to go back then, the minority owners claim that contractually they had to be told and to sign off on taking on that $55 million and they weren't. Let's assume that's correct and that in writing, contractually, Dan broke that rule with them. I thought that just meant they could sue him and go after him. That's a rule he broke with them. That doesn't mean it's fraud in the way of being charged. Am I wrong about that? Uh, at least with respect to that allegation, right? That could be a personal lawsuit between the two parties involved. But again, this story goes back two and a half years, right? We're talking about where you guys are in D.C. There's two consumer protection complaints that were filed against the team. There's the cooking the books allegations. There's the season ticket holders allegations. So if that's their primary focus, right? That, uh, again, according to Don's reporting, this $55 million loan, if you start unraveling it, seems to be tied to some personal expenses. So then you have to ask, right, uh, does Snyder just not have, is he not liquid, right? Does he not have the cash? Is there more that needs to be unwoven here with respect to the Washington franchise? So at the end of the day, you're taking consumer money. The feds are certainly going to care about that. They're certainly going to care about what you're doing with your taxes. So I'm not particularly sure what aspect uh, the feds are investigating. But uh, after two and a half years of covering this, there is no shortage of of potential claims here um, that aren't just like, civil stuff or potentially getting booted out of the NFL. Uh, these are real potential criminal charges that could result here, specifically on the tax side, too. We're going to see at some point these books are going to get shown to somebody. Um, they can unwind that. But, you know, we're kind of speculating as to what charges they could. So you're the caller that called up and said, I know this is bank fraud. We don't really know anything, right? These are all allegations. So for you guys, right, we know uh, Snyder is heavy on the defamation trigger. This is all supposedly, reportedly. This is just what we're seeing from Don's article. So we can you know, with some degree of reliability, tell you what might happen. But until we actually see the books, until we see the charges, we can't speculate on how many years Wright Snyder's going to prison. I think anyone that's out on Twitter saying that, you know, they got to take a step back. Dan, the three minority owners here, and, and no one should feel sorry for them. They're billionaires. But did they get screwed here uh, in this circumstance? That $875 million payout for 40%, there's some math that doesn't add up to me. Talk about their grievance and all this. Yeah, so I, it's, I, I saw, I mean, uh, listen, I, I, I guess you guys are following this very closely. Um, on the legal side, you got to think about it, right? 40% of the team, I wasn't a math major. You know, I'm, I'm a lawyer. I, I, we get accounts to do our math for us. But, you know, let's put that in the vicinity of like $2.75 million, $3, million, or $3 billion, right? That's what 40% takes. And, and obviously, there's going to be some discount because if you're the minority shareholders of a team, you're not really entitled to a true 40% because you don't have, right, you don't get to control the team, right? Owning 51%. That's a very different game. So there's a premium of owning a majority share, 51%. That said, there's still a kind of an unexplainable gap between the $3 billion, right, and the $7 billion plus that Dan Snyder wants. Now, obviously, in the middle of all this, the Broncos sell for $4 billion. Okay, it still doesn't get you to $7 billion. So if I'm a, a, the attorney for these minority owners, or I'm just a minority owner, I'm just sitting here, I, I'd be wondering, hey, those books that I was shown that got us to that $875 million sale, which put it at a kind of a $2.8 billion valuation, were those legit books? Were those cooked, right? There have been allegations of cooking the books. I'd like to know what was involved here because that number was agreed to based on 
books, financial records that Dan Snyder provided. There's some allegations that Snyder wasn't being transparent with the team's finances. So that's why, again, I hope you I hope everyone's following this, but there's the story that broke this week over from the Washington Post that Snyder is insisting on full indemnity from the NFL and their owners with respect to any potential sale. So if the team is sold, guess what's going to be opened up, boys? The books and records. And if those books and records don't match the books and records that we, we saw with respect to this minority sale, could be some potential allegations here, some potential, uh, you know, I want to say some lawsuits as in between the owners, um, you know, the, major, the minority owners in Snyder. And somebody might hear and say, get up and say, well, you know, wouldn't they have signed a release when they sold the team for $875 million? Wouldn't they have said, hey, we promise not to sue you, Dan? Maybe, but still, if there's fraud involved, you can probably get out of that type of release. So um, I, I still, I mean, it, it's so funny. Every time I think the story's going to end, there's another little level of the onion that we pull back. So, yeah, I, I wouldn't put close the book on a potential lawsuit as in between the majority owner, Dan Snyder, and those former minority owners. Follow Dan at Sports Law Lust. And one of your tweets here harken us back to a text conversation obtained by the Washington Post in 2020 between John Moog representing the minority ownership, trying to get, uh, you know, gin up some business for their sale of those shares. Uh, and Dan Snyder, some pieces fit now all of a sudden today, don't they? Um, I, I Listen, it's me. I'm, you, I hope you guys know I'm kind of a betting guy, right? I'm trying to figure out if we've cracked the case here. I might put it like minus 250 that we have cracked the case. Those John Moog texts, what the more serious, uh, I won't curse on the air, guys, the more serious S was. Um, guys, what, what else would John Moog know that's Let more serious Let me just remind people this? real quick, Daniel, because people driving around don't remember it probably. Moog sent the text. Was it to Dan directly? Hey, Dan, my lawyer sent me your, your filing in which you are representing yourself pro se. I'd be glad to represent myself pro se, but only private discussions with you as well. That requires a business deal, not a legal process. If you continue your game, you know what I know and what I have never spoken about. And you know it has nothing to do with the media bleep. It's more serious bleep. If you want to get to a clean conclusion, let me know. If you want a bleep show, we are on for that too. Doesn't this sound like a mob movie? Yes. Right? This like, doesn't yes. sound like a, a 2023 dispute between billionaires. This sounds like something just drawn up out of Hollywood. So, yeah, I mean, this context is big. I mean, I, this, this thread that you guys are reading from, I mean, that's the insider stuff, people that are following those Moog texts. So Moog is the, you know, the owner or the, or the attorney for these minority shareholders. And at some point, the, you know, those three are getting into a, a little bit of a spat with Snyder. They want to sell the team. Snyder is saying, I have right of first refusal. But Snyder's not poning up the cash. So they try to take Snyder to an arbitration. And a lot of John, uh, Don's reporting, you can talk to him about it, I think is coming from that arbitration petition. So this text, Washington Post obtains it, I think December of 2020. It's a couple, couple of years back. So as we've been seeing kind of the, you know, the cheerleader saga, uh, you know, the, the, everything that's gone on with the former employees of Congress cooking the books, I think in the sexual assault allegations and the hush money and, it, and nothing really synced up. But then we look at this, right? John Moog is the attorney for these minority shareholders. He certainly knew about this, right? That the minority shareholders were claiming as part of their reason to sue that Dan wasn't being forthcoming with the financial books and records of the company. And maybe again, this impermissible secret loan taking money away from the company. So this seems to check all of the boxes as to what the, you know, the quote, the more serious bleep would be. Uh, and one that, I mean, I said it on Twitter, right? You can't sign a release that prevents John Moog and these minority shareholders from cooperating with 
federal prosecutors. You can certainly make them sign a release to, you know, uh, try to not sue you for something, right? You release any and all potential claims and liabilities, but you can't stop them from speaking to the federal prosecutors. So, you know, listen, if they weren't talking to them already, which I have a feeling they, w- they were, uh, they, they got to be now at this point. Sports Law Lust. Go follow him on Twitter and on social media. You can see why we like going to Dan Lust when we've got questions about law and sports. Dan, thank you. We appreciate you. Appreciate you, Dan. My pleasure, guys. Anytime. That may have also answered part of the question about the indemnity when he says this might still lead to eventually minority owners coming back in to go after Dan post-sale, depending on what the team was worth and what he barred them from. We're Grant and Danny at the top of the hour in 20 minutes. We've got four-pack of tickets to the Capitals that could be yours. Speaking of the Caps, there is a rumored Caps trade to discuss. Sounds like another one of their veterans and a fan favorite could be on the move. We'll tell you about that next on G&D. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.